Hello from Bear and Kura, a podcast from the Land of Oz Information Services. I love you, Bear. I love you, Kura. This is episode 73 of the Bear and Kura podcast. We are going to talk about us. What was your last hemoglobin A1C test result? 6.2. Then in 6.2, mine was 6.6, so you beat me. Are you happy with your results? Well, it would be nice to get it down below 6, like a person who doesn't have diabetes. But you have diabetes. I, I guess it's pretty close. It's really good. I'm proud of you. And yours is pretty good, too. Yeah. She seemed real happy with mine. Oops. Made a big fuss about it. See, I don't know. Was mine that out of control before? I don't know. We just talked to my mother, and she said hers was 12. That's crazy. And my boss said his was 10. And he gives me a hard time about eating candy. And the, that number is the percent of crystallized sugar that's in your veins. Mm-hmm. It's a diagnosis of what your good blood glucose has been like for the last three months. Mm. Because when they do the little finger stick and check it what it is right at that instant, it really doesn't tell them anything. No. And, and you can't really cheat on a hemoglobin A1C test. No. No. There's no way around it. That's, yeah. Uh, you know, I was happy with mine. I like having a little competition with you about it. So, I wish I'd beat you. I think the previous one I did beat you in. Well, what was your in-range percent? It was in... I don't know. She didn't really, really said. I don't think. Mine was 85%. Yeah, mine wasn't anywhere near that. Well, it's got to be close, because, I mean, I wasn't that far off from you. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, she she got upset about my my low blood glucose at night. She got upset about your low blood glucose, your low sugars too at night also. So we just she adjusted both of our... Well, as my doctor likes to say, if you don't have lows, you're probably not doing it right. That's her who said that. No, it was my doctor. Oh, it was doctor. Okay. Okay. Well, let's move on then. So, what book should be made into a movie? Richard Bach's Illusions, The Adventures of a Reluctant Messiah. Okay. What's it about? It's about a guy who flies an airplane and gives people rides as a living. Like a, like a, like a flying cabbie? Uh, no, no, for... He has a biplane. It's an open-air airplane and gives people rides and they pay him money. Kind of like a sideshow thing. Hmm. It's not a taxi service. He does it because nobody has biplanes anymore. Okay. Richard Bach is the author, and he wrote Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Okay. Which is a book that you've probably heard of. Yeah, it sounds familiar. But um, he made illusions many years after Jonathan Livingston Seagull, and it has never been made into a movie, and it really is the book that it should. Hmm. Interesting. Might have to read it then. I know that some... 
Buddy has bought the rights and just pretty much sat on it and not done anything. Hmm. There is a Mexican version, which I don't think is properly translated. Uh, I don't think it's it was properly licensed for the book. Uh, it doesn't officially exist. Hmm. But you can see um, trailers for it on YouTube. Hmm. Hmm. I'll have to check that out. What uh, book are you going to make into a movie? It would be a series of books. It would be the Dragonlance trilogy, I think. It's a book. It's a Dungeons & Dragons style book that I read when I was you know, trilogy. There's multiple trilogies, but it's all about the same world. Um, very popular. That or the Dark Elf trilogy, which is another dragon, uh, dragon, Dungeons & Dragons type of book. And nobody else has ever done any other movies like that. Well, I don't care if they have. This needs to be made into a movie. If you like it or not, watch it. Um, no, it's just the books are great. And I, I mean, it's just me being selfish. You're right. I mean, they've and they're mostly never been hits. I mean, most Dungeons and Dragon movies don't really do well. Uh, Probably because they they just haven't been given the right budget. Yeah, I mean. If it was DC or Marvel did one. Oh, it probably. Of course, now I think people have superhero fatigue. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite there yet, but I'm, I'm starting to get there. I'm not as gung-ho about watching, uh, like, Secret Evasion on Max. I really haven't watched that. I'm just, people have said that it's terrible. Yeah, well, I've heard, I've heard that it's terrible, then I've heard it's good. So, but I mean, I've heard that about everything that Marvel has come out with. So, I like to tend to, to make my own uh, review of it, or not pay many people much heed to what they think. So, well, most of the time, if I see a post on Mastodon that says, "Oh, I, I really like this movie," then I tend to avoid it. It's, I know I will. Or if your husband says you really like it, then you just refuse to watch oh, it. Yeah, just have to just avoid it entirely. Then um, that's the rule. So I was surprised. I caught you the other night watching Flash. What did you think of it? Oh, it was a lot of unnecessary fighting and a lot of unnecessary computer graphics. It seemed kind of cheap. Yeah, the graphics I didn't impress with. I thought. I thought it was, it was okay. I, I thought some of it was funny. But they, I don't like how they're painting Barry Allen. They're not doing it. Barry Allen wasn't like that in the comics. He wasn't this nerdy. He probably wasn't Hispanic either. No. He was white. He's supposed to be white in the TV show. I mean, or in mm. the movie. But they made him kind of like this nerdy, slapstick kind of comedy out of it. Barry, Barry Allen wasn't like that in The Flash. He read the comics. So they didn't really do the comic any justice. So Wally Wisp, I believe, I got that right, he was the second Flash. He was more of the comedian, jokester, prankster type of guy. Always, like, keeping his eyes on the ladies and stuff like that. It was more of the, the comedian type of thing. Yeah, they they kind of made him, like, the janitor superhero, like they said in the, in the movie. I haven't finished it yet. I got, like, 20 more minutes left, but... It's, it was there, it's brainless fodder that most of those movies are there for anyway, kind of just 
You can watch them and you really don't have to... You don't have to care about the characters at all. Yeah, and you pay a lot of attention. You can walk away for 15 minutes and come back and know exactly what's going on. Hmm. So, but, alright. How do you decide which product to buy on Amazon? I look at the reviews. I try not to buy the cheapest one, but I also try not to buy the most expensive one. You don't want to sleep with the cheapest whore? No. As, as my dad says, you, you don't want the cheapest whore in town. Yeah. When I read the reviews, I go to... The, each product has its own review page where there's nothing but reviews on it. And I try to... Well, I sort it by the most recent ones first and limit it to the people who've actually bought the product because they know if you've bought it through Amazon. Mainly because a lot of products have fake reviews. Mm. Just just rife with fake reviews. And if they have fake reviews, most likely they were all they all came in at one time when they first started posting the product. So if the product's been on there for a while, the most recent reviews will be the most honest because those are people who actually bought I actually bought the product. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't buy that much stuff on Amazon. I'm not like you. Um, I do, but I, I, I go I, I go through the reviews. Probably not as in, as much detail as you do, but that's what I do. I, I look at the reviews. Um, I just bought a pair of shorts on Amazon this week, and I'm impressed with them. I, I liked them, and uh, the reviews actually stood up to said exactly. And you got a name brand, so yeah. You know, unless it's a uh, counterfeit yeah usually a name brand is usually going to be better quality yeah and i'm impressed with them they got a perfect uh little pocket for my cell phone network that i'm like just enamored with that you're probably tired of hearing about hearing about but i need to actually just go and buy a few more pairs of them so well now that you know that you like it you know you you can buy more so i I that is a problem with buying clothes on amazon you just don't know what you're going to get yeah, and most of the time, all I do is buy books on Amazon. I really don't buy anything else. But you're you're the Amazon expert. So. Oh, I love it. Um, I wanted a stencil for a temporary tattoo of the Enterprise insignia, mm-hmm. and I actually was able to find one. I'm surprised you found that on Amazon. It sounds more of like an Etsy type thing. Don't know. How much did it cost? Ten dollars, I think. Oh wow. Yeah, if there's some very specific product that you want that you, you, you're not going to find at Kmart, yeah. you can find it on Amazon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you how many times we've been out shopping and you get annoyed. Like, we should just went on Amazon. And, of course, mm-hmm. you only find it on Amazon. But I enjoy going out and shopping. Most of the time, we come home and you order it on Amazon if you can't find it. Mm-hmm. So I'm good at, good at uh, tracking you, too, about one to two places, and that's about it. And then you're you're ready. Here's a good question for you. Which sport is the best? Obviously chess. Chess, really? Is chess. that a sport? Because chess has decided that transgendered women cannot participate. Oh, there you go. You're going to make a lot of people happy with that comment. Well, what, what does it say about chess? Um, when they think it's a... 
you know, that transgendered women are going to out, out overpower other women. Yeah. That's, well, it's just ridiculous. Like, they're going to have a one-up on anybody else. Sorry, people, that is my insulin pump going off. So we're just rife with activity yeah, today. We, we knew that would happen. Yeah. You can't go a half an hour without something beeping or yeah. chiming or whatever. Yeah, well, I'm going to say all the sports are the best. <laughs> That's a cheap answer. Well, I watch them all. Yes, you do. So, no. Football. And if they had chess on TV, you'd probably watch that, too. Probably. Now, football season's starting, so I'm excited. Notre Dame won last night, 48-3. to Who's that? You know who it is. You're lucky I don't have a recording of uh, their fight song playing right now in the background. Hmm. Maybe I'll do that next episode. No, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a stupid idiot when it comes to sports. I watch them all. So much to your chagrin. You never know what's going to happen, and uh, it's not plotted And when out. you do know what's going to happen, you refuse to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it happens it, in the Olympics all the time. Mm-hmm. So I try not to, because, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, if it's on tape delay, I will try to avoid the Internet uh, so I can uh, actually watch it, find out the outcome. Me too. Yeah, I know you do. God, you're just oozing the sarcasm. I'm on sports uh, apps all the time, mm-hmm. checking the scores. You, you even have a hard time saying sports. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give someone who wants to pawn something? Go in there with a dollar amount in mind, a reasonable amount. When the pawnbroker asks you what you're looking for, don't get snide and shitty with him. The reason we ask that is we're not trying to shortchange you. We just want to make sure we're in the same ballpark as you are. Um, well, wouldn't that be so that if somebody wants less than what you're willing to pay, then you'll, you'll drop your amount you're going to pay? That's what people think, and that's not true. That's not true at all. I mean, we could do that, but um, that's I think that's what people think. If you know they come in and say... I want $40, and the thing's worth $200, we're going to give them $40. Bucks. And now, I'll, what I do generally do is I can give you $40, but then I tell them, but I can give you up to this. But only borrow what you need, because this money is not free. It doesn't grow in trees. You have to bring it back. So with the $40, stick with the $40. But if you want the 200 that I can give you, take that. But yes, for some reason, people have that in their mind where we're trying to shortchange time. No. Trying to help you out. But that's what people think. You can't always make up their mind for them. Which recipe are you the best at making? I make a pretty good tuna casserole. Mm-hmm. And? Which you can't verify because I don't think you'll eat it. You've made it before, haven't you, for me? Probably, but I don't know that you actually ate it. You probably had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that night. No, I think I've actually eaten a tuna casserole before. No, I've, I know I've had because you make it with cream of mushroom soup, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had it before. I like it. No, I like it. I would say my best dish, probably fried chicken. Yeah, that's what I thought you would say. Yeah, that and homemade mashed potatoes. And if only you could grow your own corn and you'd have <laughs> your, your, your perfect meal right there. There you go. 
my favorite world. Can't go wrong. You got your veggies, your starches, your carbohydrates, your meat. Just um, like pizza. There you go. <laughs> All right, this is interesting. What celebrity would you be interested in knowing personally? Does that include like politicians and? I suppose. Um, I can't think of one. Really. I, I, I realize that celebrities are not the people they portray. Mm -hmm. it, it's an entertainment industry. Yeah. Like you want to think knowing George Takei? Oh, I've met George Takei, and um, Takei, he's, he's interesting. Um, but you wouldn't want to know him personally. Um, I, if given the opportunity, maybe I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's nobody, no, no celebrity that I can think of that would say, "Oh, I would just like to get to know him." Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I, they're the same as we are. They get up and put their pants on the same way we do, uh, one leg at a time. So I, mean, it's, I don't know. George Decay, I know, was interested in me in one time because he hit on me at a. Star Trek convention. There you go. But um, that was before either one of us was out. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. How'd you know he was hitting on you? Um. Was I, your, I was this who, who in this, this skinny little kid, and he wanted to go jogging with me. Oh, okay. That's right. You told me that. And I didn't look like somebody who normally did jogging and. Did he want to do it naked or something? I, I, I don't know. I'm teasing. I, that just seemed to be pretext to something else. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's really no celebrity that I'd be interested in knowing personally. I mean, there's celebrities that I think I'd like to meet. But, no, I'm... I don't know. I'm, I'm happy being at home with you. Like, I, can you imagine, like, us knowing one of them and be like, Oh, such and such is going to come over and hang out. Oh, I, I don't like my friends hanging out with me now. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't know. I'm happy being with you. So, I mean, that sounds pretty boring, but I'm happy that way. I hope you are. Mm -hmm. Could you survive in the wilderness for a month? I think there was a time when I could have, when I was younger and I'm, I was in a Boy Scout troop that had, one of our rules was we had to camp every month, no matter what the weather. I, I, I probably learned enough to survive for a month, but unless there's a tree out there that that uses insulin, I, I don't think I could go mm. a month without my insulin. Yeah, I think you'd be able, I mean, if, to put that aside, I think you'd be better off than I would. Yeah, at least I had the the training at some time. I, you you never was in anything like Boy Scouts. I was in Boy Scouts, but I I, I put no effort forth to it. I, I, I yeah, I, I think I earned a few. And you went camping every month. No, no, we did like jamboree like once. I think I just really wasn't that into it. I think it was, I did more of the Cub Scouts, and then when it got to Boy Scouts, I was like I was done with it. Some of the Cub Scouts we really didn't do much. Mm. So, yeah, it wasn't something that I never really got into. I, um, 
just didn't see the need for it. I, I don't know. I, you like to watch those survival shows, yeah, naked I, and afraid, and I, I think they're they're fascinating. They're <laughs> stupid. Yeah, they're they're stupid, but it's I don't know. It's, P- people who just really want to be on TV. I think. Yeah, well, just like your your paranormal shows that you watch an abundance of. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Look, 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 there's a door that creaked, and it said, "I'm gonna get you." No, it was a freaking door that creaked. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's all it's all just mindless entertainment. Most of the shit I watch on TV is mindless. You, you have to always remember that entertainment is an industry. Yeah, and its goal is to make money. Yeah. So, you're not gonna watch a show that doesn't entertain you. So, but most of the time when I'm watching something. Like, well, besides what you think, I, I don't sleep the whole time. I'm doing other things. I'm messing around on the internet or doing crossword puzzles or, or sketching or reading quite a bit. So, but yeah, uh, I, I could not survive in the water for a month. It's kind of like when, remember, we talked about uh, if there was a zombie apocalypse, what would you do? And I said I'd eat a bullet because there'd be, I'm not going to get eaten. I'd, I'd, I'd kill myself first before I'd get eaten by a zombie. And there's no way I'd be able to survive because being diabetics, mm-hmm. you know, uh, insulin doesn't grow on trees. So, so what is your going to bed routine? Well, recently it's changed because trying to, with this splint on my foot and getting around with the scooter, uh, an e-scooter, has limited what I can do. But before, I, I had a you know an, an actual routine. I did this and this and this and this. I'd make sure the, the water tank in the CPAP machine was full. I would make sure the water fountain for the cats was full. Hmm. Brush my teeth. Take all my pills. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had a set routine. I, I do best when I have routines. Your routine, yeah. You seem happier when you're that way. Yeah. So I've taken over those routines. <laughs> I think that might be coming to an end shortly. Hope so. Yeah, hopefully you'll be out of your cast tomorrow. Are you looking forward to that? I'm a little... Maybe I put too much thought in it, but I can't see when the doctor says absolutely no weight on that foot for two months. And then I can't imagine coming in tomorrow and him saying, well, okay, you're, you're, you're healed. You can do whatever you want now. I, I just can't see going from one extreme to the other. I think you're going to be surprised. I think, honestly, probably for the past, like, four weeks, he's probably been able to put pressure on that foot. But he didn't. He wanted to heal completely. Hmm. But I think even three weeks ago, it was probably healed enough, but they wanted to heal completely. And the doctor said something about you don't want to bend the screws. Bend the screws. I, I so. can't imagine them bending anyway, but I guess if you put enough weight on something. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what they're made out of. Stainless steel, I think. Is it? I mean, then I can't imagine bending at all, but I guess they would. It's hard to even imagine that there's six screws in there. Yeah. I mean, like, all, I, 
on top of each other. Have you tried to feel feel them? No. Hmm. See, I, I would have tried to feel they're there. Uh, based on what I saw in the X-ray, I doubt you could feel anything. Well, if you they're do, very I'd be pretty deep in there. Yeah, if you did, I'd probably be a little bit nervous about the the workmanship then. <laughs> hmm. And I guess some people have them removed. Oh, really? Because they don't want having something in their body. But I, I don't see any point in that. I've, I've heard nightmare stories of them coming loose. Really? Yeah. And oh, actually, that's something to look forward to. Pain piercing through the skin, like they work themselves loose. Hmm. So I'm trying not to scare you, but I've heard this story. A friend of mine, that's actually, he did it to his ankle. Ten surgeries now, but that was on his ankle. And it wasn't. It was almost a catastrophic type of hmm. what he did to his ankle. I think he had a compound fracture. And my doctor said something about that I would never have any flexibility in that part of my foot ever again. And, yeah. and that's why he wanted to lengthen the, the tendon okay. in my leg so you to compensate foot. for it. Hmm. That's good, I guess. So, well... Wish us luck, everybody. Hopefully tomorrow's appointment will go well. Um, if you could visit anywhere in our country, where would you go? The Grand Canyon. That's what I was going to say. I've already been to Disney World. I've been to Disney World. And I'd also like to see the Smithsonian. That's so gonna... Not for like a day visit. I mean for like, like a, week. a week. Yeah. Get to see everything. Yeah. Not just run through I, it. I, just can't imagine people saying, oh, we'll stop at the Smithsonian for half an hour. No, no. You couldn't even get in the door. I mean, there's so much information there. And in Boy Scout camping, we did go to New Mexico, and we saw the beginnings of the Grand Canyon. Okay. Where it was only like 100 feet across. Was it pretty? Yeah, it was, it was pretty interesting. But I would... We'd like to see the, the, no. the whole Grand Canyon before they uh, scoop it up and move it to Disney World. Yeah. Would you take the donkey ride down? I don't think so. Not, not at this point in my life. Yeah. I would just look down at it and take some pictures. Would you want to go to the bottom of No. No. You no. just want to take pictures at the top? Yeah. Turn it into a half-hour trip? <laughs> <laughs> Look, kids, Grand Canyon, turn around and go home. <laughs> no, no, it's, I would like to see the Grand Canyon also. There's really not much. I mean, I've been to Hawaii. That was cool. Yeah, there's really nothing else in the United States that really sparks my interest. I mean, oh, I'm sure there's lots. There, there's pyramids in North America that people don't know about. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be cool, like, if we be at whatever come to. But to actually have an RV and take like two years off and travel the United States. Oh, so you want us to be lesbians? No, 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 no. That's what lesbians do. No, but I think I think it'd be kind of neat. We could actually take time off if we could afford it. If we know. could afford it, that's I'm saying that's you know it's all what if, but you know and then just jump on the road, and hmm. visit things. Like if one of us dies, the other one gets life insurance and can do pretty much anything they want. Yeah. But I'm, by yourself. I'd like to do it with you. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. Mm -hmm. I have no intentions of killing you just so I can go get an RV and travel. 
glass. Sorry. <laughs> you'd probably have to get a lesbian best friend to go with you. Well, of course, she's going to have to drive. She's going to have to fix the flat tire and get one. <laughs> so, all right, folks. Well, that's it for the week. So, what's your favorite joke right now? Do you remember when you bought that book of puns on Amazon? No, I don't. You didn't get it. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> You're a goofball. We hope you've enjoyed episode 73 of the Bear and Kura podcast. This is Bear. This is Kura. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Bear and Kura podcast, a production of the Land of Oz Information Services. We can be contacted via email using the address podcast at oz.com. And Oz is spelled A-W-E-S. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.